0: Hello everybody. Today is April 3rd, 2023. It is a Monday. I hope y'all are doing well. On today's episode, I start us off with a reflection on interruptions. Life is full of interruptions and imperfections and inconveniences. That I know personally just through the act of podcasting. I have had to constantly address and take deep breaths. And remind myself that it's okay for things to not be perfect. Speaking to how there's always noise around me. And that is triggering to me. I like silence. I like being able to sit down and be like I'm about to record this thing. And there's going to be silence. And I'm going to be able to give the best type of product with this or the best piece with this. And then it's always like a thing. It's like if I'm inside of the house, there's always going to be noise inside of the house because of the reality with living with other bodies in a space. And then if I'm outside, then it's like, okay, I might not be interrupted outside By nothing from inside. But then you got the cars passing. You got the wind blowing. You got the noise from the interstate. And it's just urban sprawl has so much noise. My goodness. I've really been reflecting on my relationship to my urban environment. And how I am calm inside of it. But I do not feel suited to it all the time. Reflections on this week. Something that happened was. um, I dealt with like a kind of. Well not kind of. I'm pretty sure it's it's classified as that. It was like a sexual assault kind of thing. That happened near where I work. On Thursday. I got flashed. By a white Caucasian man. At City Park. It's very weird. I cursed him out like a dog. Because. I had to let him know. That if he thought. I was given that vulnerability energy to do that. You know. That that was not the case. And when I cursed him out. He knew to keep that distance. And he walked off. And I won't go into like detail detail. Because I've been working on talking about this less and less and less. But. It did affect me. And I didn't like how it affected me. I felt. I felt. I feel like I felt more offended and more assaulted by the energy of how it affected me as opposed to just the act itself, if that makes sense. It was like, when I couldn't sleep that night, I'm like, why I can't sleep? Why does image keep running through my brain? I, like, cried in, like, the middle of the night. It was weird. Um, but I just, I kept praying and praying and making sure To keep myself in a sovereign space Because it's The crazy thing is like This literally happened Right after I recorded the I Am episode The first I Am episode Talking about being sovereign And fighting for myself And boundaries and different things And then something like that happens It's almost like a test in real time to it To like My strength and my Ferocity Over my own body And my own spirit so that happened. Friday, Saturday, it's a blur. Honestly, I think I I led a workshop at. why well, I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I lead workshops like every week with the kids. But this particular workshop, it was like a remix of what was already there for the organization I work for. I took it and just tweaked it just to tap it. Um, and I accomplished that. I did that. Um, it was cool. And then I went to Super Sunday, downtown Super Sunday. I dressed myself in black, peach, and gold. And with the outfit, I saw the energy of the bumblebee and the orchid flower, and the spiritual aura of that fit in that day. I see Jade. I see gold, I see deep black, um, and I see peach pink in reflection of the outfit that I had on but also just the energies of the day and the biological organisms and spiritual energy that I believe I was channeling. I went to the second line, no well first I went to Super Sunday at the um on the bayou on Bayou St. John and it was nice the sun was out it wasn't extremely hot and the indians they suits this year was looking really nice i kept my phone in my purse pretty much the whole time because i reflect a lot on cultural gatekeeping and also personal gatekeeping and i am more reluctant than i used to be when i go into cultural space as a culture bearer myself so like going into that space With my own personal like type of regalia on for my personal practices that are going on with respect and participation in the event that is happening for another cultural group that I have a big affinity for. I reflect on how my phone don't need to capture nothing. Not all images need to be captured. Not everything needs to be seen if it's not. Witnessed Physically I think And that's okay Um I address in my own self Something that I feel open about I don't feel shame about it Maybe this information has never really come to this podcast In this way But in the honor of speaking introspectively I Um I speak Firmly that I deal with addiction on multiple levels, multiple levels. It's layered and it is spanned across multiple aspects of my life with different things. One of those things being an addiction to the dopamine that comes from certain amounts of praise or attention And through the work of being able to address that and filter that and remain sovereign in myself with respect to that. I have to take steps when I go out to set proper boundaries with my phone. Proper boundaries with the energy of documentation and sharing of my image and the images of others. um, The sharing of my own cultural Niches, as well as the cultural accomplishments of others in my community who are sharing my culture with me and working to preserve my culture with me, and so that's why, in that space, that is why, in that particular space, I just try to just. Exist. I try to just be And know and feel and understand all that that means To just exist and be as I am Without feeling like I have a need to Trap that time in an image or a video To an excessive extent And beyond that um walked along that water walked, walked along the bayou, and I started to walk just all through the space of them them gathering on the bayou with their suits, and I just started praying over everything you know when I was able to not focus on who was looking at me or where my eyes were looking or. Not having to think about, do I look pretty, do I fit in um whatever, 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 like just being able to just exist it helps me to be able to just focus on the power of the moment, and so I started praying i just I just started praying over the people in my community, I started praying over the space um the sanctity of the ritual. Of that day. And when the second line started, I went and I started walking with them and I danced. I danced at this line. Like, I danced in a way that I haven't been able to dance at Second Lines for some time because I just get so in my head about so many things. Social anxieties that just interfere so much. And I just. I just I just was alive you know I just I I focused my eyes on my own shadow on the ground and I just danced with her I just danced with my shadow I danced like nobody was watching and I felt the spiritual difference of the experience I felt the physical difference of the experience being able to just move my body without thought Um, Being able to move my body without thought, without excess um, anxiety or just whatever. And just really, really live as a part of that ecosystem. And like dance and ritual, dance and prayer. Keeping myself neutral when energy of like praise and attention starts to come my way. As opposed to letting any of it get in my head Just as I would not let let say things on the opposite side of that spectrum So like judgment and different things get to my head I, I like to keep myself in a neutral space And it definitely worked well yesterday When I got to just dance at that line And just have fun Focusing on my own self My own movement my own joy for the sake of nothing except itself and so that was very nice and we went all the way baby by the time we got to that seven ward i was i was like in full trance they had parts where i was going into like full trance and it just was like my body was just real real loose i was hitting them i was hitting my steps my little shoulders was moving because I just was like, I'm, I'm, today is the day for me to not care. Like, we, we, it's downtown, so but Sunday, I'm outside. And by the time we got to the 7th Ward, it was like my body just felt that sensation of just being home, truly home. And danced all the way to Hardin Park. And I just sat there for a while on the field just chilling just chilling minding my business i didn't have that many people really I i i didn't i didn't see none of my friends that day i didn't i tried to call a lot i tried to call a few of my friends just to check on them and talk pretty much everybody was busy and it just was like okay today is this solitary day it's this personal day and that's fine and this was yesterday super sunday was yesterday and now i'm here And I'm reflecting on the ability to just let things be. That's what I want to do. Whatever day I have. I want to be able to let stuff be. I want to be able to not sit inside of anger and aggravation. Because I, I am a contrary individual. Whether people realize that or understand that or not. Maybe, I'm sure some people do. People who are really close to me could probably deduce it. I don't know how much it's understood on a broad spectrum. But yes, I am a contrary individual. I am very against many grounds. It's a lot of stuff that triggers me physically, spiritually, mentally. And so my job as an adult human being is to make sure that as I am stimulated by things that maybe trigger me. That I still remain behaving. And that I still remain calm and that I still remain patient. And I find that that's able to be accomplished when I put myself in that space of neutrality where I'm like, it is what it is. Everything is what it is. What I like and what I don't like. What's perfect and what's imperfect. What is together and what's not together. Whatever. I lose things. I get aggravated for a little second and then I'll be like, well, if I'm meant to find it, I'll find it when I find it. When I accomplish things, I'll be like, thank you, God. With respect to, I know that it don't have to be like this. It don't have to be in my favor. So thank you for making it in my favor. Thank you for helping me achieve things. Thank you for helping me have resources. Thank you for helping me to be calm. Thank you for helping me, you know, to, to just be. One thing that I, re- I reflect on all the time is a thing of people say a lot. You never know what you have until it's gone. You never know what you have until it's gone. And personally, I feel like with me, I feel like I live with grief to such an extent that I do know the worth of much of what I have, and. I have it and I hold it and everyday I make sure that I thank God for as much as I can I do the the work personal work to act in accordance with graciousness and I do my best and I don't guilt myself for where I just my best just don't carry all the way through for everything that's alright I'm human but I don't live my life to well, Or if I lose something Or if something go away from me I'm going to get in that space of Oh my god I I feel so guilty I feel so bad Because I didn't hold this correctly Mm-mm, I don't feel like that I feel like I do my best To carry the things that are important As if They are of my own heart And my own soul I, I do my best to carry my responsibilities And so That's that I don't live inside of guilt For nothing that I could not change Or could not have control over I don't want to live in guilt I want to just be present in all things I want to be very present I want to be very aware Of my blessings So that I could properly hold them I tried to download Hinge today I've had it before on my phone I, I thought maybe I was ready I was like, hmm, I have a kind of this itch. Maybe now I'm ready to, to have a Hinge account and to maybe get into something. I got on Hinge and I was on there for all of five minutes before I deleted the account. I deleted the profile because I was just like, nope. I was like, this ain't for me. I don't like that feeling of like, it's almost like fishing on the dating apps just like that that hope that hope that that just swipe 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 and then there's another thing that I acknowledge about myself I am physically not in regard to everything but when it comes to romantic engagement I am superficial I am I am physically superficial either it's either a superficiality or maybe it's like a balance maybe it's not oh maybe the whole context of it is not superficiality maybe it's more i would say i that's the word i'm not superficial i'm biased i'm biased for the light and the dark of that i have biases when it comes to what i am attracted to on a level of is one thing for things that find me when blessed things blessed people aligned universal occurrences come my way and land on me i don't really be carrying too too much judgment beyond what is just absolutely just what it is i i act on what i feel and i don't gaslight myself but when it comes to the dating apps, I just be feeling, it feels more weird. Because it's like, I'm stepping into this ring, and I'm on here, and I'm just judging everybody. Like, <laughs> every, every these strangers, these strangers, I'm looking at these pictures and just like, nope, this not for me, this not for me, this not for me. And it's like, it's so hard to judge that on a phone, like... What could I do on a dating app except gravitate to what is physically stimulating for me, whereas opposed to real life, you know, if I meet somebody who maybe if I saw a picture of them without no context, I wouldn't be attracted to them, but let's say you, I meet somebody outside naturally, and I'd be like, okay, like I like the vibe, I like the energy, like it don't matter really what you looking like. That that's a thing, to me anyway. So I'm just I just I just got off because I already know so I I was I was I was on it I was on it I was on hinge and I was swiping and I just was literally thinking to myself as I'm as I am using up all my likes I'm literally thinking to myself if I get a match and literally one out of just anybody who I didn't clicked on if any of these if any of these people (laughs) message me I'm probably not even gonna wanna really be bothered. If they ask me out on a date, I'm probably gonna be like, no, because I can feel that. I can feel it. And so that let me know I'm not ready to be on there because I'm just not. That's something, that's another aspect of just letting stuff be. Like knowing that I have kind of that itch for intimacy right now, but also understanding in myself like a dating app for me is a waste of time. I just have to. I just have to wait for it to find me naturally because I'm not stimulated by the chase. My femininity be like, "What's going on? Like, we don't do this. We don't look for love. <laughs> we don't do that. Like, we don't look for love. I don't. I don't. I don't resonate anymore personally with chasing it or like trying to attract it." Clearly, as today showed, even when I'm bored, that boredom isn't strong enough, which I think is a pretty good thing. Love is something that I'm interested in, but I think that my brain is still wired to, I like the idea of engagement, romantic, physical, sexual engagement. I like the idea of it. But I'm aware that I might not like the reality of it. And that's why I don't chase it no more. That's why I don't ask God to bring it to me because maybe it's you know, I don't I don't speak for my whole life, but it's like I know in the moment, as things are right now, the only being in the universe who know who who has like wherewithal of All the context of this reality is the most high to me. And, you know, God knows when I'm going to be ready, if I'm ready. The universe understands. The universe will treat me according to what I am. So that's why I just be like, let me just sit in this. Let me just sit in this solitude until I truly feel it on my spirit where, you know, I do feel open enough and free enough. Right now I just don't I don't feel open enough. I don't feel open enough. I don't feel free enough. I don't feel compassionate enough to engage with anything that's not like absolutely positively like aligned. Like I'm talking I'm talking like vibes. Like real ass vibes and oh my god I'm not going to start cursing. This is not going to be that type of platform. But real vibes. (laughs) Truly. I need to have fun. I need to be stimulated. So. If I'm not. Then I might as well just continue to focus on getting my stuff together. And I am rambling and rambling and rambling and rambling. Sometimes. These episodes might be like that, though. There's always going to be. I feel like if I, if I keep submitted to that urge of delete the episodes, delete the episodes. I've done enough work to address my toxicity and different things. So, if I ramble, fine. As long as I'm not talking about nothing that's harmful. I'm just talking about myself. I am. I am. <laughs> Uh, layered individual. I have many personalities and functions and ways same thing that one person might see as a con another person might look at me and be like that is a plus that's a green flag somebody else might be like that's a red flag and I'm not even talking about just with romance I just mean with everything People could like you for everything you are, and then somebody else could just as easily be like, I can't stand them. And that's okay. I feel like God put us here to respect each other, but we don't always have to necessarily get, like, we don't always have to necessarily be friends and be all up under each other. It's more so just like, respect thy neighbor. And, like, ain't that the real test anyway? Respecting people that you don't like It's easy to respect somebody you like Or that you admire Are we able to respect people that We don't really have admiration for Anyway I don't know what this podcast I don't know what this episode is I don't know what's going on today But we gonna keep it. We gonna keep it up I'll be talking to y'all later With more info On some more things I guess I didn't really get into explicating today You know what We're gonna do that Hold on So the latest upload of the Mino Diaries is Sorry y'all The latest episode of the Mino Diaries Is Unjaro's Return Part 2 of Sovereignty of the Spirit So Anjaro's return reflects on a number of things. It um, It reflects firstly on the energy of dream chasing that I have experienced in my life with reflection to what I have observed across my cultural diaspora. I wrote this with intention to, like, address the energy of pursuing accomplishment, pursuing first place, and being able to actually achieve it, and the weight of what comes after the achievements you know what comes after we get everything that we want what what is after that what are the resolutions conclusions and then what begins anew because life is full of cycles and those who know about how things ebb and flow and change a lot of times, as soon as you master one thing, you become a student in something else. And so, Unjaro has been, who's coursed the career of being a, a a a bronco rider at rodeos. One of the very best to do it. He's a master with horses. Could speak to them. He he could raise them, take care of them. You know his knowledge comes from a long line of people who have worked with horses and livestock and different things and now he's at a place where all that he's worked to have he's at a place of transition where it's like he doesn't really want it anymore not in the way he used to and he ends up he ends up basically leaving a lot of it behind because he just doesn't have the energy to sell himself in the same ways to prolong that part of his life for the sake of whatever and so he he decides to he sells his apartment and he gives away a whole lot of his things that he's gained across the years He moves back to his hometown Which is just this quiet little place It's this quiet little place Where don't much be going on Except A regular shmegular It's like a western type town And It's just real quiet And he goes back there And he just Finds peace He finds a lot of peace Because After coursing through the journey of pursuing first place and accomplishments and attention and fame and notoriety he comes back to just touching back in with something else that holds worth which is the earth itself the land um cultural practice familial inheritance he comes back into it And he's able to really stand in it and appreciate it for exactly what it is. And he reflects on how when he was younger, he didn't want it. It was an interruption to him. It was a distraction to him. But now that he is a grown man. And he's basically achieved all the things that he wanted to achieve so much when he was younger. He's just like, all I really want is just the stability of of all of this now and it's like a it's like a homage to I guess what I was saying earlier about how he doesn't have to lose everything to learn what it's worth. He courses through life. He does what he has to do. And God helps him to just cycle through it and he doesn't come to a place of that deep trauma of Having to lose every everything just to be able to be like, oh, I recognize this. I'm, I am i should have came back. I should have came back. He, there is no should have. There's no should have moment. It's just he feels what he feels. He makes his decision and he goes back home when it's time. After his journey has coursed. And there's peace in that. And... He engages with his family members who are all in their own ways, reflections of him, but very different. They are individuals who know what it's like to have land, to lose land, and then to gain land again. They know what it means to have power that is not based in having authority or control over someone else. The power that these people practice is all about having having self-determination and being able to defend that self-determination with reflection to the overall theme of the whole episode as it is named as sovereignty. Sovereignty being the thing to thread all the whole tapestry of everything so unjaro that's his name the main character's name unjaro is in a position where he no longer feels sovereign of himself he doesn't feel stimulated by many things he doesn't feel like he doesn't feel like he hasn't like he's he doesn't have a dream anymore. He doesn't have something to follow him and drive him and so he's just like what am I doing here? What's going on? What do I want with life? Who am I? I used to be first place Bronco rider, but that's not my reality anymore. So now who am I? And how do I define myself outside of just making that Last for as long as I can How do I exist Who am I outside of Making the rodeo arena More money By potentially becoming something else Or just diving deeper into that world He He wants to go back to his roots And so he does And there is power in the action of his decision. He acts very decisively. He doesn't wait. He feels that ebb and flow. He feels the energy of... He feels it like the blowing in the breeze of wind. He feels it in his soul. It's time to move. It's time to do things. It's time to lift up. Unjaro has this thing where he wants to... He wants to fly. He always wanted to fly. He's dreamt about flying and... This is in reflection to certain folklores and things that I've heard about accounts from enslaved people saying that they witnessed people rise up from the ground and fly and they say that they flew back to Africa from the plantations. And I'm so fascinated by this. Toni Morrison incorporated it in her book, um, A Song of Solomon. And so I wanted to do it as well with my character, Unjaru, this energy of... Wanting to fly, wanting to be free, and the many things that this character, in reflection of myself, as a reflection of the communities around me, the black diaspora, the African American diaspora, we do do a lot to be free. So what does freedom mean to us, for real? What does freedom mean to me? What does freedom mean to you? What does freedom mean to Anjaro? If he's going to wake up in every day in pursuit of it, what is it exactly? What does the freedom look like to this specific spectrum of whatever? Is freedom escape or is freedom stability? Is freedom strength? Is freedom wisdom? Is freedom knowledge or is freedom ignorance? What is freedom? Do we believe enough in ourselves and perhaps in God, perhaps in something else? Do we believe enough to be secure when freedom is achieved? When Jaro migrates home to find out. He comes back to working with horses, and he finds deep peace in this. He finds deep peace in working with the horses of his mother's ranch. He finds deep peace in release in serving a purpose in the space without the noise of city for For the time that he was there, he he enjoyed city. He 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 loved city when he was really young all he wanted to do was get to city because he didn't grow up in city he grew up in a small town but as he aged he just he just liked the city less and less and less and the things that he used to love about it and and covet about it just started to annoy him he started to couldn't stand the cars sounds of horns and The sounds of big trucks and construction and the interstates and movement and the constant buzz of just electricity and energy. His spirit needed space. Space that only the wide plains of the fictional Texaco Specifically the town of White Bison Creek where he's from. Only that place could really give him. He had to go to where the grass just roll on and on and on. Where the sky is so wide. And unblocked. Because maybe in a space like that. He really could be able to fly. You know. So go check out the episode it's it's a slower it's a slower section, but some of you may like that it's very it's very testimonial it's not super full of action it's 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 a it's a it's a big chunk of just introductions of various characters and different things and different histories that are woven into it a lot of things that are drawn from my personal life from true history that Have been used as ingredients for the big gumball pot that this episode basically is. So I hope y'all enjoy it. I hope y'all have enjoyed this I Am episode. And I'm going to do my part to have the confidence to keep these up. And to not delete them. And to keep my own self-boundaries with like cursing and tone and whatever, whatever. So that this can be an on-rolling, consistent, and secure thing. Thank you guys for support. Whoever is here, whoever is tapping in, I appreciate it. And I hope that this week going into Easter is so blessed. Expect some uploads definitely um, within the week or the week coming, maybe after Easter. But yeah, bye-bye. Talk to y'all later.